Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. My name is Michael. My name's Anthony. It's like about a half an inch no longer. Yeah. Still gotta get those cans. Come at me, yo, bitch. Good job, everybody. Good afternoon, evening, everybody. <laughs> we're in. We're back in business, baby. <laughs> I think you just completely shot the audio right there. Yep. Right on. We're in our studio space, everybody. Let's go. We told you there were big things coming, and they are just about here. And they're coming. We're still working on our new space, but what do you think? I really like it. We need to get a little softer lighting, I think. But other than that, I uh, you know what? This is looking pretty good considering it is been built over like the course of the last week yeah so. and you know it, it's certainly a step up from zoom it's a lot better so, than zoom yeah. uh <laughs> it's weird to see in person again it that's is. super cool it so is. this basically means that we're back in action we're, we're back, back in fractions and too. we're back to take action hell yeah i i rhymed action with fraction with action that's just okay. there that's but anyways okay. Wow, it's nice to be back in. This is super fun. This, this is, is really cool. fun. This all is right. Cool. This is so, Michael, why are we in person all of a sudden? There's so, a big milestone right around the corner a here. Huge milestone. We are preparing for episode 100. One whole 100. hundred and zero lag here. That's that is right. awesome. And that is crazy. <laughs> it's almost weird not responding a half a second too late. Uh, so. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, you you can go. Ahead. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no hold on, hold no, on. No, no, no. Okay, okay, so we. Okay, let's no, just take a that. You got the, okay. Episode 100. 100. Is coming soon. We didn't want to just jump straight into 100 because there's a lot of lore and a lot of our new wow. viewers don't want to watch 99 whole episodes to be able to enjoy this big milestone. You know, if you do. Absolutely. We love you. I would love, we you love you to the ends of the earth if you watched all right. 100. But even. Our own families kind of tap out here and there, and that's yeah. okay. And we don't love them. But so. <laughs> <laughs> I love them very much. Um, but the big thing here is we want to make sure that this is something that is accessible for everybody. 
who has either seen three episodes, 10 episodes, or all 99 previous episodes leading up to this moment. So that's kind of what we're doing here. And that's kind of why we thought this new space would be totally cool to have. So So eventually we'll have chairs and we'll have uh, better stuff going on. But right now, this is what you get. Uh, this is like the, the beta. This is the uh, early release. This yeah, is getting this is the pre-Patreon early action yes, here, yes, okay? Yes. So uh, what I call the uh, PP early action, pre-Patreon. So, so before uh, we jump into episode 100, which will be coming out in the future, we do want to do a recap, like Anthony said, for the mm-hmm. people who for feel hundo. like maybe going back to 99 episodes. If this is the first time you're listening to us and you're like, that's a huge commitment, we have you covered. Uh, a bit of a recap going into it. Uh, episode 100, we've been establishing a multiverse for the last 99 episodes here. We did all the heavy lifting and work for you. We documented the timelines of the multiverse. I put this out of order. So like I said, we did the heavy work here for you and we're gonna be going through and talking about which episodes are included in that multiverse and the chronological order. We're well, going to be giving a nice little uh, breakdown of some of the important characters so that you feel up to speed and you can jump right in. Of course, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a substitute for going back. I mean, the episodes are a ton of fun. And uh, also, there's so much deeper lore. So this is like the Spark Notes version of yes. the... Fr- and just so you know, and we're on the same page, this doesn't mean that the episodes... Or sorry, the show ends after the 100th yes. episode. Yeah. This is all a recap of season one of MA's Excellent Adventures. So we have a whole bunch of stuff planned out for season two. Right. We're spitballing some new ideas, some Absolutely. new ways to keep this fresh some and exciting. New guests and so, as well. Yes. Um, guesting on other shows. So, so it's yeah. going to be a really good year. It is going to be a for great MA's year. Excellent Adventures. Uh, so, real glad to have you here, Michael, and uh, in person and in action. And with. Beautiful lighting uh, and beautiful company yeah. in person. Absolutely. I've so I can't wait till you have chairs because I will look a lot taller <laughs> once we have I, chairs. I'll, I'll, squat. I'll give it the I'll old. Uh, set on my tiptoes. I'll do the professional wrestler interview. I'm a squat. California tall, but I'm a Midwest short. That's you know what I mean? So <laughs> nice. Anyways. Do you know how I was a thing in pro wrestling? What? When they interview the wrestlers, the interviewer will squat so the wrestler looks taller. Really? That's real oh! Thing. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. pretty well, huge. Insider information. You learn something new every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is good energy. So. This, is, this is some BDE. Big, big Daddy day. day. Yeah, Big, big day. day. Everywhere. It's a big day. <laughs> it's everywhere. a big day. Everywhere. Everywhere it's a big day every single day. Especially today, because today is episode 99 of MA's Excellent Adventures Part 2, the recap. Yes, the so, recap. Yeah, and we're just gonna keep adding extensions to this next That's good. I like so that. I like that. Let's start with this recap, Michael. You have a better idea of what we're planning here. So, sure, sure. Yeah. So let's kind of talk about we'll, we'll just give a basic structure. Uh, so we've separated it into two universes. Oh, yeah. The Alphaverse is the uh, it, it a bit more normal or realistic. Oh, uh, sure, episode. sure. This is typical of what we're living in day by day here, yes. right? Um, some of it's still a little outlandish, of course, but but it's more based in our world. And then the second universe is called the Bootyverse. The Bootyverse. And that not the Betaverse. Not the Betaverse. The Bootyverse. The Bootyverse. And that is where we have some of our more 
uh, fantasy, more outlandish stories. In this Specifically kind of defined of by the famous captain himself of the same name. Yes, Captain Big Booty. Captain uh, B. One of my personal favorites to play. Debuted in episode eight, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Well, we'll go over that Jump as right well. In. Um, but so, yeah, we're going to be going through. We're going to start with the Alphaverse. We're going to talk about some of the main characters that are really important. We're going to talk about some background characters that were really fun as well. And then we are going to give you chronologically all those episodes in how you should listen to them if you want to go back and really get the full experience. Uh, so without further ado, Anthony, I think it's time we tell me a story. Episode ah, yeah. 99, mm. part two, mm. the recap, zero latency edition. So unlike your PlayStation Portable cloud gaming, yeah, we have zero latency, zero, zero millisecond latency, this many topical. That's going yeah. in the podcast description, so that all of you PlayStation Bros tuning in right now, like myself, zero latency here. So Michael, take it away. All right, so jumping into the Alpha Verse, this encapsulates episodes one, two, five, eleven. 13, 16, 20, 21, 32, 33, 37, 41, 50, 55, 57, 64, 72, 96, and 99. Uh, part one. Part one. Part one. The one right before here. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. the one that, yeah. Because yeah. this is part two. This right. is gonna get super this confusing, is, but. Yeah. And we'll take it a little slower the next time we talk about those numbers. Sure. But let's jump into some of the main characters that we are gonna be seeing in episode 100 here. Uh, character number one, the one and only, Smanson. Yeah, it's Smanson. <laughs> or whatever. Manson, that's, that, was, that was it. Uh, Smanson was played by Anthony. He debuted in episode two. He is the obnoxious yet unbelievably powerful child. Uh, in yeah, in episode two, single dads and porn dog chads. Uh, Smanson's dad, who spent most of his life in jail, has been released, spends time with his sons, takes them to a carnival, one of them being Smanson. Smanson uh, doesn't really have a lot of respect for his dad, but he gets whisked away to the wonderful world of a corn dog vendor. Yes. He sells corn dogs and decides that getting paid in corn dogs is a good investment for his future. But when he learns his dad went to prison for tax evasion, he learns a newfound respect for his father and they really make amends. Because fuck taxes. That's right. Baby. Am I right? Fuck those taxes. You don't have to be any particular person to say fuck taxes. Fuck taxes. Absolutely. They're important, but fuck taxes. The next time that we see Smanson is in the ever controversial episode five. Uh, trains and Back Pains, The Tale of Super Scoliosis. That episode <laughs> is by far one of our most controversial yes. because at the time it was funny. Yes. And it's still funny. It's funny, but in a very it was, bad way. It didn't, yeah. It, it didn't yeah. translate. It didn't well. translate. Well. And the big thing here is that was our crossroads where we thought, do we keep this show family friendly or do we say, nah? And then we just kind of <laughs> zoomed, just zoomed over. We just over and went, hard stretch. No. <laughs> nah, fam's not watching this anyways. We <laughs> hard turned into it and really leaned into it, as you can tell in uh, episode. We'll have, we'll have some. Suck some peen for tacos. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that episode. That was good. Um, but in that episode, uh, there is a superhero called Scolio Man. 
Uh, <laughs> it's such a terrible name. Uh, such a terrible character. It's a terrible character. Might as well call him... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's terrible. But, Let's cut uh, that bit out. <laughs> in this episode, Smanson teams up with a super villain to, uh, who's holding a train hostage. Uh, he is thwarted by the superhero uh, who's actually being aided by Smanson's dad. And at the end of the episode, the train explodes, uh, Smanson seemingly being a part of said explosion. Mm-hmm. But as we said before, Smanson's extremely powerful, and that is why we see him again in episode 21. Yes. Episode, episode 21, Smanson's Wild Ride featuring the Blue Man Group. I remember that one, yeah, too. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of a wacky episode. That was a wacky episode. That was one where... I, I don't remember why Smanson was in that episode. Why don't you dive in? I I think I hosted it, and I just wanted to bring Smanson back. Is that what's going and, on? And okay. Because okay. it had been a while. I loved the character. I feel like I came up with this premise. Maybe though. you did. Maybe and you I remember did. grasping at straws for like things that week. It was, no, no, it was, no cap. It was. It's a bit wacky. It's but, on the wackier side <laughs> in terms of. It, it was more on the improv side. It was where, certainly more of the improv mm-hmm. side. There was a little bit less structure back in those days as well. Uh, but in that episode, 21, uh, Smanson actually travels back in time. He unveils a mysterious prophecy foretelling of a destructive, bald, squirrel-faced man. Yes! Yeah. He did. He, and we're going to jump into prophecy. that a little bit, I think. Yeah. That, that'll that be, um, I mean, we can really, I think, spill the beans here. Uh, that bald, squirrel-faced man is, is none other than the... Doctor guy named named <laughs> Doctor Phil Philip Phil Phil Doctor just keep adding Junior the third squirrel face squirrel face squirrel face man so yeah um, yeah Doctor Phil as many of our longtime listeners know is a reoccurring villain uh, and he is a real life villain too real life villain, real life villain. <laughs> so we have um, yeah so. Smanson uh, unveils the prophecy of Dr. Phil coming and being a uh, menace to the world. Hundo. And actually uses a very magical phrase, which is, Bros together, bros Bros unite, unite, bros bros eating eating carbohydrates tonight. tonight. Uh, And uses that spell to send Dr. Phil into a different dimension and trapping him in a location that we will be revisiting later. Uh, but that is the last that we saw of Smanson was him in that area. Uh, so moving on to the next one, Anthony, I'll let you take away our next main character here. So the next main character is named Connor from episode 11. Uh, silly goofball turned defender. That's the name of the episode? No, Sneaky that's Ski a, People. That's he about to say. a silly goofball. Yes, he is a silly goofball <laughs> turned defender because I knew that wasn't the name of the episode. Yeah, like, um, but he survived his murderous friend thanks to the faceless NASCAR man who then recruits him to be his team of defenders. So, I, I, and I love that episode too. Um, we we jump in. It's three bros going on a ski trip. Yeah, I remember that. And gets someone gets murdered, and we're trying to figure out who is the murderer and how we can 
save them. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember this episode. It, uh, I remember it being wintry. It, it, was, it was wintry, ski, yeah, because we're at a ski lodge. Mm-hmm. And uh, the faceless NASCAR man, yeah. who we can, we can jump into here because he is our next character as well. Uh, but he aids Connor in finding out who the murderer is. Yes, he does. Also he does. And he also murder. gives a little backstory on who he was as well. Yes, yeah, being a NASCAR. And when he finds out that he was a NASCAR driver, that's kind of when you learn, okay, I can trust this guy because he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. But also at the end, he provided the uh, escape route. Yes. He, or he was the getaway driver he was from the, getaway the murderer. Driver. Yep. So he swooped in and saved the day. And NASCAR Man uh, debuted in that episode as well. Episode 11, Sneaky Ski People. Mm-hmm. Uh, the faceless. So he kind of doesn't have a face. NASCAR driver. No, he's smooth all the way down. All the he's way smooth. down. Especially like where Spider-Man. it counts. Especially where it counts. Yeah. Uh, but then he uh, is also, he turns after his NASCAR driving days into a multiversal hero recruiter. He, he knows what's going on. And so mm. he's jumping around recruiting. And so when we see him again in episode 55, Office Crispin Party, uh, he invites Crispin and Aspen, two guys who were fired from a their job get a mysterious invitation back for a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And they're a little confused, but they're like, hey, let's come back. Maybe they want our job back. And turns out the NASCAR man was the one who actually invited them. Uh, he recruits Aspen to the team of defenders, just like he did with Connor as well. Uh, and we'll jump into that too, because those two are some of my favorites. So that's a little bit later down the line here with Crispin and Aspen. Um, but they're, they're, uh, those were some of my favorite moments and characters. Oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Super uh, fun. So that's where we really see the NASCAR man going around and just kind of recruiting people and everything there. Okay. So our next character is Guardian Michael, who is, aside from all these here, um, he is one of the leaders and final defenders against Dr. Phil, the real villain here. Uh, Dr. Phil has been hidden under the property for many ages under this specific venue that they were at. Am I right? You're absolutely right. Okay, cool. So then Michael and Anthony are the last defenders against Dr. Phil, which is super huge because he has plenty of evil minions and Michael and Anthony managed to finally defeat him using the legendary Uno reverse card. If I remember right, Dr. Phil was about to do some giant attack against Absolutely. Michael and Anthony at the legendary Fort Totten tiny stage or something like that. What is that called? Uh, the Fort Totten is the property. There's the little theater. Little theater. That's what it was. And that's where Dr. Phil was hidden was underneath the little theater. Yeah. So yeah. And that's a real place. You can visit it to this day. Yeah. You can visit. It's a cool place. So in episode 16, Michael and Anthony is the first time they head to Fort Totten. Uh, they fight the spirit of Dr. Phil. Yes. In that one there. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's Guardian Anthony as well. He's, he's the other last defender along with Michael. Yes. Um, and then in episode 13, almost serves as like an epilogue and ending to episode 100, actually, because it is kind of the final defeat of Dr. Phil, but a ton has happened Yes, to get to that point. Uh, the Uno reverse card, I believe it came from us saying that Dr. Phil is a potato and he's rooting. Yes, and we use he the Uno is. Reverse he card is. To, he... to make him implode upon himself. I remember. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. So... 
So in, in episode 16 is when you're first, uh, that, that's chronologically where mm-hmm. you are first seeing Michael and Anthony going and they're ghost hunters. Mm-hmm. They're like ghost adventures and we meet yes. a bunch of wacky people along the way. I think there's a team of priests that are fighting There spirits. are a team of priests, yes. It's pretty crazy. There's uh, a whole lot of lore that goes deep into this mysterious evil being that right. is Dr. Phil. But it ties in because they're the ones who inadvertently awaken Dr. Phil from his slumber that mm. Smanson sent him to. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's a lot going on there. And then, of course, like I said, 13 is kind of the very ending. So after episode 100... Check back into 13 to see, you know, what was else going on sort of around that same time. Because, you know, there's going to be a little bit of crossover in the time edge there. Oh, yeah. So that'll be pretty interesting. So where are we at on this list? We just wrapped up Guardian Anthony. Yep. Which means we're on my personal favorite character, Mickey the Rat. And there are two different kinds of Mickey the Rats. Because, and actually, if you watch episode 99... We see one of the uh, iterations of Mickey the Rat reappear. You do. So, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal because Mickey the Rat in the Alphaverse is Michael's claim to fame. Michael, you want to talk a little bit about Mickey the Rat in the Alphaverse and I'll talk about the Bootyverse? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So Mickey the Rat in the Alphaverse we see in episodes 37, 41, 64, and 99, like Anthony said. Yeah. Uh, he's a weed-obsessed secret agent who donned a Mickey the Rat mascot mask head thing uh and he wears that uh and interestingly enough actually both anthony and i have played mickey the rat before because pre him donning the mantle you played i started mickey the rat yes if i'm not mistaken you started him mickey the rat it originated in the booty yes because he was a swaz Swashbuckler, a washbuckler, swashbuckler, swashbuckler, <laughs> whatever that is. He was a pirate. He was a pirate, he was a pirate <laughs> with Captain BB, yes, also known as Captain Big Booty. Mickey the Rat was his uh, first side sidekick, yeah, first mate, first, first, first mate, yeah. So what happened was, is they went on this big adventure with Mickey the Rat, and then Mickey the Rat's reappeared as a drug addict in a yep. Mickey Mouse costume. Yep, yeah. So he he was a, a secret agent uh, in episode 64, The Dweed Fenders of Justice, which yes. is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, Anthony actually plays this stoner secret agent who turns into Mickey the Rat. And then post, yeah. post turning into Mickey the Rat, that's when I play him as Mickey the Rat. <laughs> that was such a fun, very James Bond-ish oh, uh, episode. I need to rewatch some of it these was, now. It was a good that time. takes me back. Um, well, because that was episode sixty-four was Weed Fenders, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so, uh, that was a, a year ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Okay. Uh, It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No, but I remember you showing me the animation that you did for that episode. And I was at my dining room counter uh, right upstairs, and I was just thinking, wow, Michael is going to be big one day. (laughs) (laughs) And we're huge now. Now we're huge. Now we're huge. Now we're massive. Um, And it all goes with, yeah, I mean, Mickey the Rat going into that. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun with editing on that one. Anthony provided some music for the intro animation. So I, yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? Yeah, so I it's did. always a collaborative effort. Um, but in that, in episode 64, chronologically is where it takes place, uh, Agent Munchies uh, goes to rescue Daniel Radcliffe before the enemy gets a hold 
of his magical golden socks. Daniel Radcliffe's golden socks is the most powerful item in both the Alpha and Booty verse. So we'll be mentioning that a couple times throughout this recap. I wonder why Daniel Radcliffe's golden socks are the most prized possession in both universes, most powerful possession. He's the boy who lived. He is the boy who lived. And that's that's all we need to know. <laughs> that's all we need. Uh, but unfortunately, in that episode, uh, Agent Munchies fails to rescue Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, and then his agency and everything he's ever known is destroyed. And that is when he dons the mask and becomes Mickey, Mickey the Rat. rat. Um, and then uh, in episode 37, we get to see him. He pulls a sting operation at an interactive play. Episode 37 is Old Friends featuring Kiara Gonzalez, who's my sister. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time we saw the Alphaverse, Mickey the Rat. Uh, that where is. I try to sell you guys weed. That is. And that I is. badger you with it. And then when. That's Alpha Verse. Yes. Okay. And you don't even give in. And I call it in anyways. And I bust your ass. I, <laughs> broke, I broke the improv rule of not saying no. I think is what <laughs> happened during that episode. I wasn't expecting them to. Yes or no. You would have gotten busted either way. Sure. I think it's funny yeah. that you denied it and I still arrested you for. Drugs, even yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so he pulls a sting operation in episode 37. Uh, in episode 41, he approaches the travelers, Michael and Anthony, who end up accidentally falling into the booty verse and then coming back. Uh, that's in episode 41, clubbing mm. the sailor man, um, where, yeah, Michael and Anthony go out clubbing and they go into a back alleyway. They go through a doorway and they oh, end you up. You want to buy some weed? They end, up, <laughs> they end up on Captain Big Booty's ship. And we'll talk about that episode a little bit later oh, as yeah. well. That is uh, the first crossover that was between the Alpha and Booty versus Mickey the Rat. Yeah. And so when they come back, they run into, they. well, when they're out there, they see Booty versus Mickey the Rat. And then when they come back, they see Alpha versus Mickey the Rat, who tries to sell them weed. And that is mm. right where the episode ends. It's screaming after that uh so mickey the rat is still out there and then episode 99 the one that just released 99 part one uh pictures and videos of mickey the rat are found on a suspiciously secret file um there's a character ethan who is trying to get rid of some block or some pop-ups that are keep popping up on his computer at mysterious pop-ups some very mysterious pop-ups. we're not quite sure why he has those pop-ups yeah on they're a bit computer. specific they're very, They're specific. very specific, but uh, turns out he's got a secret folder that he doesn't want the IT person to see, and inside are pictures and videos of Mickey the Rat. So he's, doing mm-hmm. some, he's up to something with Mickey, whether he's for him, whether he's against him, is he a menace? Is we're going to find oh, out. Oh, and we're going to find out in episode 100. 100. So let's move on to two of my favorite characters here, Anthony. I'll let you take it away. Vin. Okay. Let me go off with Aspen. Yeah. Okay. Aspen and Crispin go hand in hand here, but I'm going to talk about Aspen, who is featured in episodes 33 and 55. So Aspen is the more straight-laced between the two uh, of Crispin and Aspen. And both of them, they have like a life partnership. They're platonic, but they got basically a life partnership because they're roommates and they're friends and they're, they've lived together forever practically. Yes. And they work in the same place. Uh, Aspen and Crispin work late to meet a deadline, and they are also confronted by a escaped 
serial killer named Johnny Switchblade, who they managed to kill using vibrating dildos. So, you know how we talked about how he completely went right field? That's kind of what (laughs) we're talking about. This is where it went. But they worked at a sex shop manufacturing company, specifically in the offices of one, and they used their office supplies to murder a serial killer. Uh, They do end up getting fired at the end of the episode because they didn't even make their deadline. Yeah, they saved themselves and saved the entire city from a serial killer. it's about deadlines. It's about deadlines. It's about getting your work done on time. So even though you think you did something really great, sometimes your boss just wants the deadline and the the bare minimum. It's a PSA. Manage your time efficiently. Mm-hmm. And that is episode 33. So episode 55, on the other hand, was a uh, Christmas party episode. Yes. And that was featured. We, we recorded that on Christmas Eve we of did. that year. That also has a very fun uh, hallelujah chorus yes. themed after our show, which is pretty fun. So even if you just take a look at some snippets of our episodes, Make sure you check out our previous episodes so that you can at least hear some fun little bits. Uh, but we, on this Christmas episode as Aspen and Crispin, uh, Crispin, we are mysteriously invited back to the sex store office Christmas party. And it turns out we were invited by a mysterious, faceless NASCAR driver. Or former NASCAR driver. Former NASCAR driver. But between Crispin and Aspen, Aspen agrees to leave behind uh, Crispin forever to join the final defenders. Yes. I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But, you know, after they're fired, Aspen and Crispin don Sesame Street costumes, much to Crispin's, like, just... Oh, yeah. Hammering it in. I guess. It's yes. your passion. And that's mm-hmm. when I, you know, when Aspen, who's played by me, when I decide to leave, I'm like, you know what? You found your calling. But this is my I calling. found mine. And it's to be a New York Times <laughs> Elmo. Uh, God, I love who, who Crispin. Big Bird I in, love in Both Crisp. I, it's, the, honestly. Was he, okay, hold on, hold on. Was he fucking Big Bird in um, Central <laughs> Park? I think he Park, was just or did he, somebody. He, was, was he it? pegging someone or did no 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 a different episode we saw <laughs> yes. Elmo suit pegging yes Big Bird <laughs> and it was but it's not confirmed but it's highly implied that it's Crispin yes. who is pegging in, in what I have Big in my Bird notes in it is here <laughs> oh you have it in here I actually have it in here that it is confirmed uh, at the very end here take. because Crispin uh, well we'll, 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 we'll kind of get to yeah we'll, we'll dive there, into that but, a little bit. Uh, and that's, that was, yeah, as you can see, we definitely leaned into, you know what, we're not family friendly. We've got Elmo pegging. We've got sex dildo murder. You know, we've got- I think we're family friendly in the rest of the world but the United States. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure in Europe, this is all family friendly. This is all family friendly. All family You can see that kind Europe. of shit on their, mm-hmm. on their kids. And shows. Florida. Florida, you Florida, can't see this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can see this in real time in Miami Beach, all right? So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next here... I want to talk about, I think, my favorite character we've ever created, played by Anthony, uh, Jerome Plassfield. Yes. Is, I, I love Jerome. Like, I, I, it was, it was just a little spin-off idea I had. I just wanted to do a musical episode mm-hmm. and make you sing, and it turned into probably my favorite 
series or just my favorite character that we've ever done. Mm -hmm. Um, In episodes 57, 72, and 96, uh, Jerome lives life as if it were a musical. However, he's the only one who does it. So everyone around him is very put off by his weird dramatic tendencies and breaking out into song. Um, I think everybody else was boring and Jerome was misunderstood. Yes. Personally. Okay. That's how I, that's how I that's see fair. it. That's um, So in episodes, uh, in episode 57, where we're first introduced to Jerome, uh, the title of that episode is The Life of Jerome, a new, new American musical. Yes. Uh, Jerome gets into some trouble with some ruffians. He's asked by a neighbor if he could go on some, uh, an errand, some errand, run some errands for him. And it opens up with a musical number, and I still, to this day, sometimes think, my name is Jerome. <laughs> Just that. In my home. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> so he, he's going out, and while he's running these errands, uh, he runs into some ruffians in the alleyway, which leads to a scatting battle, where they yes. are just scat back and And it's forth. not scatting in terms of like a scat battle where they're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a better scat master. It's to the death. It's to the death. They murder each other with yes. these scats. So by the end of the day, when Jerome goes, he goes and everybody around him is dead except for the leader of the ruffian gang. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he kills them all by scatting and then he gets arrested. Uh, and that leader of the ruffian gang breaks him out of jail and sends him to a parade. Uh, and interestingly enough, that crosses over episode 96, uh, ends at this parade. Uh, so when they're at the parade, they're Jerome and this leader of the ruffian gang are singing back and forth and Jerome just scats his heart out and kills every single person at this parade. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. It's kind of like when you walk down the street and you go like, and you're not really looking. Right. Yeah, basically what happened, except he was scatting instead of going. Right. And then in episode 72, Return of the Platts, Jerome, now determined to be TikTok famous, he and his assistant travel to the desert to find the legendary ship SS Ass, which Captain Big Booty pirated in the Bootyverse. So there is a ship yeah! buried in the desert and he is determined to find it. However, this time Jerome's let his abilities get to his head a little bit. He's a little bit uh, more threatening. His assistant is terrified. We have dark him. Jerome in this We scenario. have dark Jerome in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jerome does find the ship, kills his assistant, and flies off with his ghostly crew into the night sky. And that is the last that we saw of Jerome Plattsfield. Yes. That was a fun episode. I love was, I love episode 72. That was a good Very fun. That was a very fun. Well, let's talk a little bit about Charles Parsley, episode 96. So that was only like a month ago when yeah. we recorded this. But he is an observational stand-up comedian who wants to be in a fraternity so badly. Uh, so... Part of the fraternity, not orientation, was hazing. Part of the hazing hazing. um, was that he would do all sorts of wild, wacky stuff. And at the end, they loved him so much because he's so funny. He's just an observational comedian. He's so smart, too. He looks around the room and he goes, what's up with Bush Light? You know, like, it's neither Bush nor it's Light because it's in a keg. 
what's up with that? And, the fr- and that's and the everybody frat. loves him. The frat guys. I don't think he's that funny, guys. but everybody loves him. Right, but it's prolific. It's like, whoa. Because I, I never thought about that. Never thought about how heavy a keg about, is. Like, but they call it But they call light. it light, but like it's not light. It's not light it's at all. It's not light, no. man. I love Charles Parsley. So that's Charles Parsley. <laughs> but they love him so much, they put together a whole parade uh, to be thrown in his honor. And after he survives his hazing ritual, he's partying up at the parade, and he hears a mysterious sound. And then he turns around, and everybody is dead, except a single person standing. Who is that single person? Jerome Plasfield. And let's take a moment to thank our sponsors today. (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's cold. In front of us, all we see is dust and dark. I can feel the rumblings of Dr. Phil and his evil daytime demons approaching. And we're back after our quick little break. <laughs> so, so we have oh. one more main character to get into in the Alphaverse mm. here. 
And he's uh, kind of a big bad of them all. That is Dr. Phil. Dr. Motherfreaking Phil. Uh, showing Freaking up Phil. in episodes 13, 16, 21, 64. And I'm sure he's referenced and everything in more episodes than just that. Oh, yeah. Um, so Dr. Phil in episode 21, he sucked through that wormhole, trapping him in Fort Totten. Yes. Um, but he is an evil lord prophesized to destroy the world with his evil daytime demons. Um, in episode 16, Dr. Phil's spirits released from Fort Totten. We talked about that. And then in episode 64, Dr. Phil kidnaps Daniel Radcliffe and steals his golden socks. That's where Mickey the Rat's first failure against Dr. Phil. And then, of course, episode 13, he, is, he has nearly destroyed the world. The Guardians, Michael and Anthony, being the last defenders, and they use the Uno reverse card to cause an implosion, destroying him and his daytime demons. Um, I don't think we could be any clearer. I don't think we could be any clearer than that. But Dr. Phil is, is this. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's kind of jump into some additional characters here. Just uh, some that might not show up in episode 100, uh, but they're important to the storyline or they've been involved in the sure. multiverse to some degree. And some standout characters, I think. Yes. So <laughs> hold, hold on a second. <laughs> So we have Belushi and Michelob, yes. which I can guarantee are names I came up with. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, they are gas station attendants who created, and this is the thing I said hold up to. If if I made this episode, which I'm pretty sure I did, their company's name is Sharecocking, yeah. which is hilarious. It's and I totally so good. did not even remember making that, but that is <laughs> yeah. so freaking funny. And then you, you know, um, so yeah, their company is called Sharecockin', which is a sex toy company that Crispin and Aspen worked at. So Belushi and Michelob are the origin story of Crispin and Aspen yeah. and the Christmas party that they attended where they became final defenders. Um, but they also currently, during this time, in uh during during the story that, during the story yeah absolutely. previously before they started that uh they worked at a holiday the same holiday featured in episode one which is where john loveless walks on in for a <laughs> snackerino from the holiday he john was recently divorced and we'll jump into that in just a second here yeah. but uh belushi and Michelob canonically worked at the holiday that completely belittles yeah poor divorced john loveless um yeah yeah i yeah okay so that's belushi and that, Michelob. that was belushi and Michelob. and then we can talk about john yeah john was the first main character he was episode one first character period first character period uh was john he was a weepy divorcee, uh, and he was harassed and haunted by his divorce. Uh, <laughs> he haunted literally, literally by the haunted. ghost of his divorce. Yeah. His, that his, was... Episode one was insane. It was awesome, and... <laughs> You had me create the name on the spot, I'm pretty sure. You're like, what's your name? Because we that was back when we were able to yeah. create our own names. Uh, and the first name that came up to my mind was John Loveless, which is... The last name is from an old teacher of mine <laughs> named I Loveless. I remember Loveless. Yes. <laughs> so it was an old teacher, and I imagined if, if there was someone who was recently divorced, it's the guy whose last name is Loveless. Yes, and that's amazing. Um, and that was, yeah, episode one there. So, yeah, 
John checks into a hotel that happens to be haunted, and ghosts continue to haunt and harass him about his divorce. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a trip to the gas station to get a snackerino, as a snack, a snackerino from the holiday. Yeah, a snackerino from the holiday. And he's harassed at the gas station. Fun fact: that is one of our most watched episodes. Yeah, and fun fact. That is our most disliked episode. <laughs> most of them are from my mother who are like, that was cringy. My mom, my mom's exact words were, it's pretty cringy, Anthony. <laughs> and that's how I knew we struck gold. That's how we knew we, we, knew struck, we struck gold. We knew we had my aunt thought it was awesome. Yeah. She thought she thought it was great. Oh, my, yeah. my mother, though. My mom thought it was great. My mother thought, that's a bit cringy. But she didn't have the visual aids we have now. That's to help right. Enhance you know, the experience. So if you're listening to this, Check us out on YouTube, and you might be a little more entertained. That's right. Um, and then John uh, does make a cameo appearance in episode 50, where uh, Belushi and Michelob are managing the store. Yeah! And John comes in just for us to just rip John comes on in just totally battered. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I, I would assume And we so. kick the shit out of him while oh, yeah. he's down. Oh, full circle. Yeah. Full circle. That full was like the circle. moment we realized we have to full circle this yeah. whole first season. That was, yeah. Um, so then let me dive into James. James. James is Svansson's dad who was in prison that we talked about. Excuse me about before. Yeah. So you know, that's James. That's James. Uh, we have Brent and Cord. Those are your uh, names. You wrote, you made those names, I, I'm guaranteed. <laughs> Cord, definitely, at least. I definitely came up with Cord. Yes. As I was listening back at this, I was like, I found Brent, and I'm like, what the fuck's the other person's name? I can't, and then his <laughs> name is point, Cord. I heard me go, Cord, listen. And I was like, did <laughs> I just fucking say that? So, <laughs> He's the cord that unites this whole multiverse. Uh, but they are the two bros who travel to the donut world, coming uh, or coining the magical phrase bros, bros together, bros, bros unite, bros eating carbohydrates tonight. Um, which is later used in a different episode by Smanson to trap Dr. Phil's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that phrase came from episode 20. Uh, which is Dunces, Dukes, and Donuts. So then let's talk about Travelers, Michael and Anthony. Now let's see why Travelers, Michael and Anthony, are a little bit different than Last Defenders or Final Defenders, Michael and Anthony. So um, Travelers, Michael and Anthony, they are two friends who stumble into the bootyverse and experience the death of the anthropomorphic Mickey the Rat. they experience the death of him? They see it. They see it. They see it. Okay, they see it. Yeah. Uh, only to meet the Alphaverse Mickey the Rat, who tries to sell them weed. Yeah. So in that episode, that was where we crossed over from Alphaverse to Bootyverse with Mickey the Rat. Yeah. Because travelers, Michael and Anthony, are just bar hoppers, essentially, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And they, they stumble across this mysterious place with Mickey the Rat, and then they go, whoa, what's going on? And they're it's- on the ship with Captain Big Booty, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. And then they witnessed the death of Mickey the Rat. He was eaten by a Kraken, I think. I think he was shot. Was he shot? He was shot or his head exploded what? or something crazy. What? Like, the Kraken is... is That's episode the, eight. That's episode eight. It's a Kraken. Okay. Uh, so yeah, because they get in a fight with another pirate ship and it's this huge battle. And I, <laughs> Mickey the Rat he just got his head fucking blown up. <laughs> Let's add a little clip right here and verify that so yeah. happened. But then, oh, save you boys! And then Mickey the rat gets shot in the back of the head. Oh, I'm 
vast few mighties avenge me! And then Mickey the Rat falls into the water as well. <laughs> so we'll see if we were. I'm gonna have to fact check you on that. If that was wrong. I mean, you're the one who put this guy together, so you probably know better than I do, but that's a really fucking gruesome way to end Mickey <laughs> just, the Rat booty verse. Oh. Just. But, just. Oh, I can't when nothing bad ever happens to me! <laughs> I, I love that episode because when we're on the pirate ship, and I, I, I believe in the story, I'm trying to cheer your character up. You're going sure. And we're on the pirate ship, and you think that I'm in on whatever is going on. And so, like, <laughs> Captain Big Booty, and you think that he's like a stripper that I hired for Am you. Am I like, and ah, this is a funny. Yeah, yeah, you're like, okay. Ah, you're and, I'm silly. Like, and I keep trying to tell you, like, I don't know I what's, have no going clue what's going on. I don't on. understand. Ah, and you keep like, Captain Big Booty. And I'm like, no, I okay. get it's ridiculous, but I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's <laughs> just, really funny. Okay, I just can't okay. convince you. And I just, that episode just cracks me up. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yep. that was episode 40. One clubbing the sailor man. Nice. Um, and then Crispin. Uh, the reason Crispin, unfortunately, is um, well, he's in our hearts. Is uh, and he's Aspen's best friend. He's in our a lot of things. He's in our a lot of things. He's Aspen's best friend. I mean, he 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 was there through thick and thin. We've talked about Crispin and Aspen and their adventures together. Uh, the unfortunate reality. The unfortunate reality is. Uh, in helping a couple window washers in episode 32, he's uh, crushed to death. I don't think it's unfortunate so much as it is heroic. It's heroic. He heroically sacrifices himself. He heroically sacrifices himself. But if I remember right, he didn't have to die. It was slowly coming down yeah. over. It was the window washer standy thing, like the little lift that they put the window washers in, I think. Yeah. And he's standing underneath it and he's like, no, go. And they're like, no, you can go too. And he's like, no, no, just go without just me. Go. No, you can come with too. And it's like, and it's very slowly coming down. And he I guess not. my life ends here. <laughs> and we're like, no, I guess go for my go flash before my eyes. Get out, dude. No, go. Stop. What are you doing? Get out. No, what the fuck? You, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it went that down. Exactly that sounds like something I would write. It was, it was amazing, but that is Crispin. He died doing what he loved. That was he died doing what he loved, getting slowly crushed in an Elmo costume. He <laughs> this is right after the Big Bird incident, I'm pretty sure. It was right afterwards. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then the last kind of little notable character here, Anthony. Oh, ahead for that. His name is Paul E. Planks. Not to be confused with Polly Planks. Polly Planks is a different person, I'm sure. But Paul E. Planks. Planks. Or E, if this is mirrored, um, Planks. But Jerome Plattsfield's assistant who kills him after they find the SS ass. Hold on. Oh, Jerome, yeah. yeah. Jerome scattered him to death. Because I had enough. You had enough. I had enough. Of you had enough, and you talked back, talk back, and I scattered you to death. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, you gave me a lot of shit, and, and I thought insubordination. We're 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 mixing this right now. Episode seventy-two. Go back and watch it because the look Anthony's giving me while I'm talking back is like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you when you're done talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, take a look. I don't remember this at all. So funny. Just him, the face you gave me as love I'm it. Just, I've had enough. And it's yeah, this like, face. Well, actually, no, we'll save it. You have to watch it now. You, you have, have to watch, watch it. You have to watch you it. You have to watch it. But we'll link it below for you. Um, and that is it for side characters. the characters, the side characters okay. for uh, the Alphaverse. So it was a big, deep dive. We had a lot going on there. The Bootyverse is a little smaller. Um, but let's go through chronological order now. Okay. Each episode here. So, in episode 21. Episode 21. And then next after that would be Single Dads and Corndog Chads, where we get to see Smanson reunite with his father. Perfect. And then next up is Trains and Back Pains. <laughs> a very controversial episode. No. Uh, the tale of super scoliosis. That's right. And that's episode five. Yeah. Next one is episode one, Poltergeist and prenups. Where mm-hmm. we've got the and that fits right here in the timeline, right here. Uh, and that's kind of the origin of some of this stuff here. But then next canonically happens in the timeline. Uh, what happens at holiday? Dot, dot, dot. So that is the Michelob and Belushi episode. Yeah. Um, but then next up, uh, we have episode 20, Dunces, Dukes, and Donuts. Dunces, Dukes, and Donuts. Where the bros unite. Mm-hmm. Bros eating carbohydrates tonight. And then number 16, uh, canonically, is The Treacherous Troubles at Fort Totten Trail Inn. Which the- leads us to episode 64, Dweed Fenders of Justice, the mm-hmm. origin story of Mickey the Rat. Mm-hmm. The Alphaverse, Mickey yes. the Rat. Alphaverse, Mickey the Rat. Um, following that, we have Sneaky Ski People, which has an allusion to somebody who is trying to defeat this mysterious force of Dr. Phil, the faceless NASCAR driver. And then we've got episode 33, Sex Store Scary Stories, our first introduction to Crispin and Aspen, mm-hmm. uh, as they, yeah, they, they defeat Johnny, Johnny Switchblade. Switchblade with some dildos. So then, you get fired. Uh, so then the next episode is Office Crispin Party, which features our beloved Crispin and Aspen at a Christmas party for the same company they just got fired for. They're not welcome, but we do revisit that mysterious faceless NASCAR driver. That's right, that's mm-hmm. right. And he adds another one to his mm-hmm. collection. Mm, yeah. uh, and then we've got episode 32, Window Washer and Sesame Street, where we see the fate of our beloved person. Yeah, we see what happens that's to him. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. The real one, mm-hmm. the real one. Number 37, so the next one right after Window Washer and Sesame Street canonically is Old Friends. And then our next episode canonically is episode 41, Clubbing the Sailor Man, which is where we have Traveler or better yet, Bar Hopper Michael and Anthony who stumble yeah. upon the rift in the Alpha and Bootyverse. And then after that, we've got episode 99. Which is where we see a mysterious file. So there's like some sort of culture going yeah, on involving going on. Mickey the Rat. Yeah. But we're not entirely sure. We've seen him pop up a few times now. So this guy, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody's going on with Mickey the Rat. Here. Precisely. And then right after that, we have The Life of Jerome, a new New American musical. And forward slash The Hazing of Charles Parsley because they're both in the same exact time frame. And so, Life of Jerome, once again, favorite musical episode we've ever done. Uh, he scats people to death, and that happens at the same time as Charles Parsley, the 
observational comedian is hazed and then is invited to the fraternity with a parade where everyone gets murdered. Uh, pretty straightforward. Right, and then following that is Return of the Platts. Jerome Plattsfield's back, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, like we talked about, scats his uh, assistant to death and flies off. So last time that we see Jerome, he's kind of turned villain and flown off in an ancient pirate ship with a ghost crew. And then, and then we have episode 100, which is leading up to the final canonical story, The Final Defense. Which is so, episode 13. That's right. So, yeah, episode 13 will serve as sort of an epilogue, but episode 100 is where everything's coming together, baby. So that is, if you want to go back, and we're going to give you some time to check out some of those episodes. There's they're a ton of fun, lots of laughs. Mm-hmm. So that is the list, as you can see in this timeline here, of mm-hmm. the episodes in the chronological order. So that's it for the Alphaverse. Beautiful. Let's move on to the booty verse, booty which verse. is exponentially shorter. <laughs> much smaller. Much smaller. Much smaller. It, incor- it, it incorporates episodes 9, 10, 41, 51, and 54. And that's it. Five episodes for the booty verse here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, starting off 54. strong, the uh, we've got the one and only King Chadley. Is one of the uh, characters. That was your character. He was my character. Mm -hmm. I played King Chadley uh, in episodes 9 and 51. Uh, In episode 9, King Chadley and his Knights of the Decagonal Table. Yes. uh, They drive away some nasty goblins. Was it the Decagonal or Dodecagonal? I think it was Decagonal. Probably Decagonal. I think it was Decagonal. But they want to throw their kegger and the goblins are in the way, so they get Mm -hmm. them out of there. And episode 51. Uh, takes place after that. However, the main character in that story is the wizard Pelt uh, because he wants revenge because King Chadley did not invite him to that kegger and he's pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see King Chadley in episodes 9 and 51. Perfect. So then we already talked about Pelt. So then let's jump over to Captain Big Booty, my personal favorite, uh, Captain BB. He is the captain of the SS Ass. S-S-A-S-S. So, Captain Big Booty made his uh, first debut in episode 10, I guess. Not episode 8, episode 10. 10. So that was like two and a half months into doing this. But Captain Big Booty, his first mate, Mickey the Rat, and the rest of their crew go on the hunt for Daniel Radcliffe's legendary golden socks. And we're not sure why they're so important at that point in time, but... The two travelers, or yes, the two travelers from the Alphaverse into the Bootyverse, so Traveler Michael and Anthony, they stumble onto a portal that leads them onto Captain BB's ship. Uh, And it is attacked, which is what led to the demise of our beloved Bootyverse Mickey the Rat. Let's revisit how he died. Yeah, we'll revisit here. But yes. And then finally, and then uh, Danny Steely, Danny Steely, the gunslinging cat boy. Um, Definitely not Steely Dan. No. In, <laughs> in reverse, Danny I Steely. Love this character. Anthony gave me a prop, and I got to be a prop comic for a day, which was fantastic. That's great. Um, but that's Danny, one of my favorite. Danny Steely finds Daniel Radcliffe's golden socks as they mm-hmm. enter the Bootyverse via a comet. Uh, and after mm-hmm. he finds the socks, he turns into an anthropomorphic cat boy. Oh, yeah. So um, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty straightforward. But that's just a way that we're seeing mm-hmm. these socks are traveling. 
from and universe to universe. Captain BB's after him, Mickey the Rat's after them. People want these socks. Dr. Phil wants the socks. So we're going to see kind of what happens with these socks here. And of mm-hmm. course, an additional character, Mickey the Rat, the Bootyverse. This is what I was going to jump into was, yeah. why is Mickey the Rat an additional character? He is so beloved he's by everyone. He's I, beloved. I just figured and he's important, if he's but he's, I guess he's not, He's he is dead. Okay, so he's not alive anymore. But so. who knows what those socks can do? We'll find out. I have no idea because I, we, have we no don't clue. know what is going to happen but in episode 100. you gave 100. everybody an inkling and an idea. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. So the canonical order of things is we'll start off with episode 9, King Chadley and the Funky Bunch. That is way early on in the timeline just because that's assumed it's in medieval days. Yeah. Uh, so we have King Chadley who has a kegger. Uh, but then following that is... Following that is episode 51, Wizards and Keg Lords, the direct sequel to episode 9 with King Chadley. Uh, where Pelt tries to get his revenge against King Chadley. And then right after that, we have episode 10, which is Captain BB and the tale of the legendary Golden Socks. <clears throat> that was the first time we ever saw the socks. Oh, yeah. First time we ever saw the socks. First time we saw Mickey the Rat. First time we saw Captain BB. It was a legendary episode. It was a legendary Golden Sock filled episode. It was. And then, of course, that goes, we've got episode 41, Clubbing the Sailor Man, where, which is also in the Alphaverse, but that's the one that takes place in both. So that's where we see the death of Mickey the Rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see Captain BB in all of his glory. Uh, it's then kind of just assumed, a- a- as we said before, the socks kind of are going back and forth between the Bootyverse and the Alphaverse. Oh, yeah. Well, they're transcending space and time because they're the most powerful item in the world, in the universe. In the multiverse. uh, In the multiverse. So then finally, in this timeline, Catboy and, or sorry, Cowboys and Catboys is the final root of this, which is where we see uh, the Golden Sox make one final appearance. So leading into episode 100, what we see here is uh, Dr. uh, Dr. Phil's spirit in the Alphaverse has flown away. When we get to episode 100, that's where we're at. Dr. Phil's spirit is out in the ether. Uh, Mickey the Rat is popping up here and there doing sting operations and such like that. And the NASCAR driver man has Mm -hmm. recruited a few defenders for this. Jerome Plattsfield has uh, acquired a ghost crew and a ghostly ship and is sailing in through the sky. And uh, Danny Steely, I believe mm-hmm. was the last person we saw who had the socks. He is. So that so, completes both the Alpha and the Bootyverse. That's right. So that's pretty much all the things I think we have. That's, that's all we got it's there. It's a nice so. little recap. It's a nice way to feel like you're prepared for episode 100 without having to spend 100 plus hours of content. Yes. But, Michael, anything else you want to kind of jump into here? You know, like, like I said before at the beginning of this, I mean, it was a good recap, but this was the spark notes of it. I mean, it, it we had a ton of fun. There's a lot more episodes other than just the ones we talked about here. This oh, isn't yeah. even most of our episodes. Um, some amazing ones. We're going to do a tier list. We're going to talk about our favorite episodes. We're going to rank them. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so then you get a good idea, too. Some episodes that maybe don't fit in the multiverse, but they exist and they are a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that seems to be everything I can think of. Michael, anything else you want to say before we call it meeting adjourned? I don't think so. I think think. make sure to check us out on Spotify and iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts and all the places you can find podcasts because episode 100 is right around the corner. And who knows? It's going to be a big one. We don't want you to miss it. And we don't want your friends to spoil 
the conclusion of season one of uh, M&A's Excellent Adventures. That's right. So. And we are going to roll into season two afterwards as well with a mm-hmm. nice fresh start. So this is not the end of the show. Not just the end even of the by a mile. Yeah, and we're check at it least, out. I mean, yeah, we're on a two-year season cycle right now. That's right. Almost a three-year season cycle. And so. it, I mean, if you think season one was good, just wait until you see season two. And if you thought season bigger, one was better, iffy, better. don't worry. Season two is going to be legendary. 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 But I don't think anybody thinks season one is that iffy. I think oh, everybody no. thinks season it's amazing. Rules. At least 300 oh. of you out there think it's worth a little time to subscribe. So once again, check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button and the like button. You don't have to uh, do anything that costs any money. You just need to click the button and that's it. And that gives us so much. I don't know. It gives us so much for so little. So little for you. It translates to so big. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's all I got to say. So with that being said, I love you. Bye-bye. Kisses. Out from our studio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.